kiss dating goodbye author joshua harris is kissing christianity goodbye well that's according to an instagram post from the author this weekend we will get into all of that hey you know that meme you just made well get ready to write a fifteen thousand dollar check as a fine according to a new bill that's making the rounds we will tell you the details and martin scorsese's next movie finally has a premiere date that's right around the corner it's all coming up. This is Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Hey everyone, I'm Cameron Strang. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. There's a lot to discuss this week, and those stories are coming up. But first, I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a clean landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it's all possible with Squarespace. They have award-winning templates, customizable settings, and of course, powerful e-commerce tools. And right now, Squarespace is offering Relevant Daily listeners a special deal. Head over to squarespace.com slash relevant for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your site, use the offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com slash relevant. Wow. All right. Pack lineup to tell us all about it. Here's our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Hey, Cameron. Hey, uh, so first up, uh, author Josh Harris, uh, former pastor, took to Instagram to make a big announcement about his personal life. Tell us about it. Yeah, so Harris is one of those guys you either know a lot about or nothing at all about. I'm <laughs> guessing that a lot of our audience probably knows quite a bit about him. He's, of course, the author of I Kiss Dating Goodbye, which is sort of the uh, the Bible of the purity culture movement. And then last weekend, he announced over Instagram that he no longer considers himself a Christian. Uh, in, in a very long post, he wrote, and here's just a part of it, by all the measurements that I have for defining a Christian, I am not a Christian. Many people tell me that there is a a different way to practice faith and I want to remain open to this but I'm not there now the the, the post um, isn't out of nowhere uh, it, it follows a pretty long journey of of Joshua Harris reckoning with his spiritual legacy right mm-hmm. yeah that's right this is uh, in some ways out of the blue but in some ways given the benefit of hindsight does kind of line up with this journey that he's been on very very publicly over the last few years uh, he spent the last couple of years apologizing for his book saying he recognizes how much damage some of his teaching has unintentionally caused and then a couple of weeks ago Harris and his wife announced that they were separating and that in and of itself felt like sort of a coda to the purity culture boom of the 90s but this new announcement was a surprise Uh, until recently Harris was an ordained pastor he went to seminary and all but he's discontinued sales of Ica stating goodbye and these days says he's working in business and uh, that seems to be the last he's interested in speaking about this part of his journey for the time being well, it's interesting. Uh, the current issue of Relevant, the hundredth issue of Relevant, yeah. we have a roundtable of of various faith leaders from the last, you know, our era of publishing, and looking at kind of where we've been and also where we're going. And he is one of those people. So, he made this announcement the exact same day that issue one hundred landed, I believe. So I think he was just waiting for us. That's hilarious. Well, but uh, you know, uh, with all the things that he's saying online, th- there's been some sloppy reporting around some of this, right? 
Yeah, and it's important to note that he did phrase a lot of this very, very carefully. Uh, so it makes it it makes it sound like that he's aware that this is just a step in the journey that is ongoing, and that things could still change in the future. Uh, it's important to note that he did apologize to members of the LGBTQ community, for example, uh, who he said had been harmed by some of his words. But he's not apologizing for where he's at currently on his spiritual journey. Uh, and so that's uh, there's a lot of nuance within that full post. Uh, we won't read the entirety of it here, but we have posted it over on relevant yeah the uh the sloppy reporting that you're seeing around the internet none of that at relevantmagazine.com. <laughs> never never uh okay next up there's uh, a bill going around a bipartisan bill getting support in dc that a lot of people are saying is going to lead to the end of memes online mm-hmm. it's going to make them outlawed tell us about it Yeah, so it's sort of an interesting possible byproduct of something that's being called the CASE Act. CASE stands for Copyright Alternative in Small Claims Enforcement. So the idea behind this bill sounds pretty good, actually. The idea of creating a small claims court to streamline digital copyright infringement cases. This would be very helpful for indie creators and artists who see their work being used online without their permission. It would help songwriters, recording artists, filmmakers, and visual artists who right now have to turn to federal court for copyright claims, which is obviously very expensive and often not worth the expense that it would come to them. But uh, this bill would change that. It passed the Senate Judiciary Committee and it's on its way to the Senate now for a vote. Okay, so that doesn't sound bad. It's helping creators protect their work. Mm -hmm. Uh, But So what are the concerns? Well, it has to do with how this claims court could be abused, right? For a lot of us, minor copyright infringement via things like memes is kind of the way that we talk online now. Um, And it's possible that if this case act passes, networks could come after people for using GIFs from TV shows. Film studios could do that too. Uh, So could photographers if their images end up getting passed around like memes. Now, the cap on these violations right now is $15,000. That would be a lot to be fined for a meme. Uh, So it remains to be seen whether or not this case act will have any sort of guardrails put in place to make sure that it's not being abused for people who are just still trying to talk in a a way that has become very, very common online. But right now, those guardrails do not exist in this bill as is. Open and internet supporters are calling on people who are concerned to call their local lawmakers and ask them to vote against the case act. Yeah, it's I mean, the fact that I tweeted that Drake clapping GIF you right. know, from basketball. Well, that's copyrighted broadcast from a NBA broadcast, and I'm mm-hmm. spreading it illegally. And that that's the core of this is that not only creating memes, but just sharing uh, content that you didn't create could could be a violation. And that a fifteen thousand dollar fine is uh, pretty hefty. And right now, it's not worth these places' time to go after you for doing something like that because they have to turn to federal court. This would streamline that whole process, making it very, very easy for them to send out just a wave of these cease and desist and these sorts of lawsuits that would then come back to be, could end up being very, very expensive and really change the way that we use social media. It's interesting because like YouTube, early days of YouTube, if you remember, a lot of the videos had songs in them and things that were copyrighted material and then YouTube put the clamp on it with the algorithms that they have and now if you try to put a clip of a film or you know anything in your YouTube video it's gonna you know find you block you prevent you from getting revenue all that kind of stuff there's a lot right. of different ways that it's enacted 
And it changed YouTube, you know, and some would say a lot for the better because, you know, now copyright, copyrighted material can't be just hijacked and co-opted and reused. Mm -hmm. But that's a closed ecosystem. I mean, this this would basically be the entire Internet. And and, then the question of a GIF or a question of a, you know, a meme where, you know, you're almost like doing this satirizing or, you know, something like that by putting words on it. That's a whole other ballgame. So this is going to be interesting. Yeah. All right. Finally. I'm assuming you're a Martin Scorsese fan, and he's almost, he's almost back. <laughs> he's uh, he's coming back. This has been something that's been on my radar for a while. It's been on a lot of film heads' uh, radars, and and, uh, and obviously anybody who likes Martin Scorsese, which is quite a few people. And he's got his new, his highly anticipated movie, The Irishman, will be premiering at New York Film Festival in September. That was announced on Monday. The movie stars Robert De Niro as legendary mob hitman Frank Sheeran and Al Pacino as union boss Jimmy Hoffa. Uh, New York Film Film Festival director Kent Jones said The Irishman is, quote, funny, troubling, entertaining, and like all great movies, absolutely singular. He added that it's the work of masters made with a command of the art of cinema that I've seen very rarely in my lifetime, and it plays out at a level of subtlety and human intimacy that truly stunned me. So that sounds pretty exciting for anybody who just likes movies at all. I'm a a fan of mob movies, too, so... Well, yeah, well, this is going to be right up your alley, then, and... uh, I think it should be interesting to see what Scorsese does with this. He obviously is is very well known for incorporating faith elements into his work. In an interview with us at Relevant in 2017, he said, where do I go to find the meaning of existence and the meaning of life? For me, it's Christianity. That's the real saving grace of our world, of our species, really. Truth is within the behavior of the daily life of yourself. I know it has to be there. That's where we get to compassion and love. So uh, he's got a, he's got his moral spiritual compass on straight. We'll see if that comes out in The Irishman. Yeah, morals. I mean, in his movies, we need to say, are not safe for the little ears. I mean, no, so... No, they yeah. don't. But, uh, but also, bad behavior does not pay off in his movies. Oh, that's right. That's true. That's something he talked about in that article that we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, by the way, little plug. You can go read the uh, full cover story that we did with Martin Scorsese at RealMagazine.com or order the back. You can order the issue at our store, store.realmagazine.com. Hey, look at that. It's a, it's a really good. That's a really good interview. That's a solid one. I, I'd like for people to go and, uh, and rediscover that one if you haven't read it yet. It's a great piece. Yep. All right. Well, thanks, Tyler. To read more about those stories and everything else we're covering today, make sure to check out the homepage at RealMagazine.com. And for the latest, make sure to follow Relevant on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Hey, and like we mentioned, issue 100 of Relevant is out now. Go check it out. You can subscribe at RelevantMagazine.com and you can also view the entire issue there. And while you're online, make sure to head over and check out all of our other podcasts. Season two of Unedited debuts today with uh, our guest, Christine Kane. You don't want to miss that one. Well, we're here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.